You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that drive home or already at home. Happy Halloween to you. Yes, I'm dressed as Ra Ra the Raff. Ra Ra the Raff. <laughs> Happy birthday to Vanilla Ice. How many of you guys were rocking out to that song when it first came out? I know I was. That's a heavy hitter. Thank you to Andy. He's always staying on top of, you know, birthdays and all that good stuff. All right, let me fix my ears because I don't know how long I will keep keep my hoodie on. Uh, tell me, did you guys are so far, are you having yourself a lovely holiday? Are you? Okay, I hope you are. I hope you are. Uh, no kids are out quite yet. But I want to know, are you the type? Are you the type that's going to turn your lights off <laughs> so the kids don't come to your door? <laughs> some people some people actually legitimately do that. They're like, I no thank you. Thank you so much, but no thank you. Uh, I am not going to rah-rah the raft. Yes, um, some people will turn the lights off and they're like, no thank you. And others are going to get out there and go uh, trick-or-treat with their kids or just, you know, have themselves a good time tonight. Whatever the case is, I hope that you have a great evening and that you remain safe uh, wherever you are, whatever you end up doing. Okay, so again, I don't know how long Rob Rob the Raff, you know, the hoodie is going to stay on. But, you know, I like it right now. Andy, do we like it? He says, good. Okay, he says there's a thumbs up. I am excited to talk about our conversations today. Of course, we have another great show for you on deck. And if you would like to call in at any point in time, you can feel free to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could join us over here right now in our YouTube chat as they are saying hello. And hello, I see you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for the shout, shout out for my my giraffe, you know, little uniform, my little giraffe costume. I appreciate that. Uh, so if you are not following us on all of our social media platforms, you should be doing that by now just to kind of keep in contact with us and see what's going on, who's who's got whom coming on the shows uh, and all of that good stuff. You can find us at KBLA 1580 on all the social media platforms. And you should be following me, too, at Robin Ayers. It's just a good idea. You should also check out the... Um, the open mic feature that's on our app. I got to tell you, if you haven't used it yet, it's pretty cool. You can go to our app and at the bottom, you will find uh, a little, a little icon that says open mic and you can leave a message for any of the hosts here, any of the talent. Some people have shouted out Andy cause they like to hear from Andy. So uh, feel free to do that and just let us know if you don't want to call in, that's fine. Just go ahead and use that open mic feature and you never know your voice may be played on the radio as well. Well, not too much more that is going on in the entertainment world. So we'll just go ahead and get right to the Rob Report. Andy, let's do it. Now it's time for a breakdown. We are talking about John Legend, who says he is taking a break from social media. And I'm not mad at you, John. (laughs) I'm not mad at you. I do that quite often. We'll talk about what is leading him to do that, where he is. Is it a good idea? Uh, And what is considered social media? What is considered social media? That's actually a really good and a really valid question. I'm going to talk about that with our entertainment contributor who uh, is brand new to the Raw Report. So I'm excited to have a conversation with her. Uh, We're also going to talk about Lauren Hill. 
who <laughs> Lauren Hill is at it again. Lauren Hill has developed this reputation for being late, uh, canceling shows, postponing shows, and she is at it again. My question is, how much more are Lauren Hill fans willing to take? I mean, we love Miss Lauren. We love Lauren Hill, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about what is leading to all of this and uh, what's going on with her. We'll talk about that all. On the other side, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You know, maybe I'll go ahead and put that into our... into our poll inside of our YouTube chat, which is, are you are you passing out candy? Or are you telling these kids to get away from my house by turning your lights on, <laughs> turning your lights off? I want to know. I want to know how you celebrate your Halloween every year. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started with our show. Very, very excited to have Miss Katrina Robinson on uh, for the very first time to The Rob Report. She is a sociocultural influencer. Now that's Now, that's a heavy hitter right there. Katrina, welcome to the Raw Report. How are you today? I'm great. I finally got here, huh? You finally did it. Let let me me actually correct myself in saying former senator, okay, and sociocultural influencer. Yeah, go ahead and give that. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Now, um, I'd love to ask you, especially for our listeners who are listening to you for the first time here, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. So I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm a former state senator in Tennessee. Uh, and actually, I started the only black-owned nursing school in the state. And I've wow. since uh, left politics, and I'm now uh, a social culture influencer, as they call it, because I like to bridge politics with the culture and help people understand how their everyday life plays a part in what we do in our civic duty. So I just want to make things real for real people. Okay, we about to love you over here, Katrina. We about to love you right now. I'm going to love y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about that. Um, definitely appreciate you uh, chiming in with me and having these conversations today. And I think it's a great day for you to call in, as a matter of fact, because we are talking a little bit about, you know, your background. Um, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Let's talk about this John Legend situation. And um, in a recent interview, he was saying how he's taking a break. <laughs> he was like, social media is is a lot. And, you know, he yeah. says that he, he does post on Instagram and sometimes on TikTok and he he said a little bit on on Twitter, for, formerly Twitter X. Uh, he says that um, it became a little bit too toxic. Now, I don't know about you, Katrina, and I don't know how you operate on social media or if you operate at all. But for me, I take breaks often. But it's something that I implemented uh, within the past, I don't know, I'll say five years or so, um, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to start taking breaks because it's toxic for different reasons and for different people. What mm-hmm, What is your mm-hmm. take on that? And uh, and does that correlate? Does, does taking a break from social media correlate to uh, your good uh, mental health, your your mental well-being? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with I'm with John on that. I probably need a break myself too, Gil. But no, um, I'm on all platforms. But I think if I had to rank them in toxicity, I would say Twitter, 
or I'm sorry, X, formerly okay. known as Twitter. Uh-huh. It's probably the most toxic. Then we got Facebook. Then I'll say Instagram. Then I'll say TikTok. But they're all pretty toxic. It just depends on who you are. And I don't blame John. I mean, yeah. he goes through a lot of criticism. Him and his family. Now his wife is more, you know, apt to clap him back. But John usually stays silent. But they they give him hell on social media. So I don't blame mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. And he he actually made a point and. I've I've heard this before and to a small, small degree, I want to be clear, I am no celebrity, but to a small degree, I can understand it because uh, a lot of my social media life has been accompanied with um, celebrities, right? And yeah. mm-hmm. friends with celebrities or interviewing certain celebrities and people put me in a category and some people far too often started to feel that they were entitled to certain things from me. There you, go. Um, you know, it was just this whole thing that I just didn't like. So I completely rebranded myself and I stopped posting, you know, I post work. I might post things, you know, from this show sometimes and sometimes even still celebrities from interviews. But my personal life and who I know, I for the most part, I completely took that away. So I can understand also um, how John feels with that. What what do you think is a fair um Maybe a fair balance. And I don't even know if you have the answer. I certainly don't. (laughs) But what do you think might be just a fair way to balance all of that out? Like, okay, I I know I'm a celebrity. I'm in the public eye. I'm going to give you guys something, but not all of myself. What do you think? You know, some of it, I would say as a celebrity, the, the smartest thing to do would be to have somebody assigned to manage your social media. You can't do it all the time. Like even with me, I have issues with Instagram where I'll comment because I'm just who I am. So I'll comment on the shade room. Or I'll comment on mm-hmm. just like a gossip blog and people will be like, well, I don't expect you to say that because you're a senator. I mean, people have a sense of entitlement and they, and they make you into a character that they've you know, concocted in their head when you're on social media. So I would think the best thing from his perspective would be to have somebody else to manage that. Maybe you can book in on it every now and then, but it's just not healthy, Robin. It's not. It's not healthy because you have to listen to millions of other people's opinions about yourself, about your family, about the way you look, about what you do. It can cause people to kind of question themselves when they, you know, all their life been so sure of themselves. So the balance is you can't really internalize other people's opinions based on social media. Everybody's a keyboard gangster on social media. Mm, you make such a great point. And, uh, and, and so my question for you personally, how do you uh, navigate that space? You were a former senator. People, like you just mentioned, they're like, oh, I wouldn't think you would have said something like that. You know, all up in your brain, all up in your mind and, and, and sort of trying to hold you accountable to certain ways that you should be in the public eye. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm still my own person. I'm an individual. I have my own morals. So I'll operate accordingly. But how did how did you navigate or how do you navigate that space? Girl, I blocked that. <laughs> I have a block party, honey. We have a block party. No. Uh, fair, so enough, elected, fair enough. Fair uh-huh. enough. There's this thing when you're when you're elected. Actually, they're talking about it now um, in Congress about passing a law where we don't have to. As an elected official, you, you can't block anybody. That's that's really how it goes. So if I have Woo. a public page where people can comment on it, you're not allowed to block them or censor their speech. But now they're reviewing that for this very reason. And now, like, I get them together. I'll gather them in a minute. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't bite my tongue anymore. But when you're elected, you can't do that. So it's a difference. When you're a celebrity, I mean, you have to be conscious about what type of 
um, persona you put out there, but people need to know they can't overstep their boundaries. You have to maintain your boundaries, whether it's online or off. That is, I am fascinated by that. You're saying that they cannot, as an elected official, cannot um, block people, uh, but there's it's it's under consideration right now, maybe a policy change, but for the most part. So, so in ways, are you sort of glad you're like, okay, former senator, So because now I can... You there know, you like go. Get, give them the business. Okay. <laughs> there you that's go. fair. Do not get mistaken. Yes. Yeah, that's yes, fair. There you go. There's a certain freedom that comes with that. And that's why I love what I do now because I get to talk about the things that need to be talked about without censor. Like, mm. I get to say what needs to be said. And, and people aren't really used to that, especially coming from someone from the political world. Because when, when it's all said and done, the reason why I was elected and the reason why I governed the way I did is because I'm just a real person. Mm. And I'm a real person in or out of office. And I think it's the same thing with celebrities. We forget that celebrities are human. They're That's real right. people. They have real family, real feelings, real emotions. And then we don't, you know, we're not sensitive to that until something tragic happens. Mm. And I think we need to be more cognizant of that. Mm. Very good point. Uh, Andy? I just had a question, like, you know, uh, considering you're not in politics anymore, do you find yourself still, uh, I guess you could push the boundaries uh, with political matters considering the work that you do now? If that makes sense. Now, what what are you asking? You mean like can you in my can you talk about political issues, right? And, oh yeah. And and push the boundaries a little bit more in your current role as opposed to when you was a senator. Mm. Yes, that's the fun part. So you get to say what's real. So mm-hmm. when when I was elected, I couldn't talk about the backroom conversations that happen when people know the, how they're going to vote when they get to the floor. I couldn't talk about that. Mm-hmm. But now that. I am in another space. I can educate people on how things really work and why they should really be involved in issues that they think they don't have a voice in. So, yeah, I do kind of push the the envelope a little bit now. Let me ask you, what is at the forefront of what you do uh, push or talk about? Do you have any any one particular uh, matter? I don't have any one particular matter. My my thing is I'm. I'm very concerned about the state of the black community, uh, whether that's black economic viability, the black family, black women, mm-hmm. uh, our progressiveness, anything that has to do with that, we're talking about it. Anything that has to do with women's reproductive rights, we're talking about it because all of those things are under attack right now. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, hats off to you. I'm so glad um, that you are on today's show and enlightening us with what you do and, and, you know, shedding your own light and opinion on on this subject. Fahima Sek says, I'm she's over in our YouTube who says, I'm wondering what took John Legend so long with all the attacks against his wife from people like Candace Owens. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. as an example, it's a good question. Um, Jay West, he says, if you're affected by it emotionally, step away. I took a permanent break from, uh, I guess you're saying social media after 2016. Um, interesting. Yeah, I guess the, the question to that would be for John. But if I were to assume, I would say everybody has their own breaking point, right? Everybody is like, yeah. okay, I can handle you up into a certain time. I know I know people personally, I know celebrities personally who used to clap back and have the best clapbacks, by the way. You know, they mm-hmm. would give people the business mm-hmm. because so many, you know, you, you open yourself up to that, especially if you have millions of people who follow you or hundreds of thousands or whatever, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has something to say. And sometimes they're a little off colored and they, and they step, they step a little bit too far out of the lines. And then you have to come back. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, 
or I'll come at people for uh, for sure. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. I am I I'm not worried not at all about myself and my reputation. We going at it if you come at me sideways. <laughs> but um, but I I also know that that would take a toll on certain people having to put that energy into people would certainly take a toll. So um, to answer your, your question, Fahima, I don't know what took him so long, but I hear your point because people were coming at his wife, Chrissy Teigen for quite some time. And, you know, maybe she, and Robin out. yeah, go ahead. I, I would just say, I mean, I, I, I kind of see the dilemma he may have, you know, you want to stay connected to your fan base you uh, have projects that you're you're managing and that you're doing, and you you don't want to seem like you're not accessible or you're not visible. So it's kind of a tough uh, line to draw between: do I stay connected to my fans, or do I save myself and just you know do away with it? But I would say, hell, if Jada Pinkett is still on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> she, she can make look, it work. Baby, right. she is she is the dawn. Okay. <laughs> Great point. You are right about that. I'm like, Jada is 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 tough. She's got tough skin. Um, you are right about that. I, I was actually just having a conversation about, about that specific thing, about how celebrities, you know, you can't just duck out. And then when you have a new mm-hmm. project, you want to come out and be all in everybody's face because, no, where were you, <laughs> you know, for the past year or the past several months? You know, you as a as a person who relies on the public to support them, buy tickets, buy merchandise, products, books, you know, and all of that. Um, you have to, to a certain degree, stay in people's faces. You have to engage with your audience. That's a whole other part. You know, it's not just yeah. about posting. I mean, unless you're Beyonce or Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you got to yeah. engage yeah. with them. So that's tough. I mean, you 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 brought up a, a, a wonderful point there. Um, lastly, before we move on to this next topic, a social media break in store for you sometime soon? Uh, no, I, I took a break. You did. Are oh, you like I'm, I'm back, good, baby? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. You are like break. okay. You're here to stay. Well, I noticed for myself um, in the fall. I don't know why this. It just happens. It's it's innate. You know, I literally every fall around the same time. I just get to a point where I'm like, I need to refresh. I need to self-reflect. I need to detox. I need to, you know, just kind of get myself together and I go on a break. And that might be a week. That might be a month. That might be a a couple to a few months. And then all of a sudden I'll, you know, I'll start feeling the need to be creative again. And I'll just say, you know, I'll I'll get back on and, uh, you know, kind of pop back out. Andy. Yeah, I was telling you during the break, um, I feel like I'm kind of noticing this trend amongst a lot of celebrities taking a break from, you know, whatever their their craft is mm-hmm. or, you know, taking a break from social media. You know, Drake a couple weeks ago, you know, yeah. made headlines talking about how he's taking a break. And I don't know. I just feel like, you know, we are in crazy times right now, you know, with AI and everything coming. Yeah. So I can see how mental health is really big right now you know mental health has been pushed to the forefront and i think you know uh, people are catching on or like and are like you know what i have put in a lot of work it's time for me to take this break and quite frankly i think it's going to be good for a drake it's going to be good for a john legend because low-key their music has kind of been slacking Mm -hmm. you feel me so take that break get off of social media do what you do get uh, get your piece back and come back to bringing bangers yeah what do you think about uh andy's observation katrina Yes, yes. If, as long as they take sexy red with them. <laughs> <laughs> 
get off here. No, no I think it's a big thing. Yes, I, I think it's necessary, you know, and, and you brought up a good point. Their projects, there's a lot of pressure uh, for them to perform because their projects have been kind of flopping. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they do need that break. Yeah, I mean, as you were t- saying that, Andy, I feel, uh, I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, we average everyday people get to, we we are allowed to, and we get to take our breaks and refresh and come back more, uh, more creative. And, you know, we thrive again. And um, just, just you know, to the point that I was just making a few minutes ago, there are these celebrities, especially if you're like an Uber celebrity where you are just a, a megastar. You have to, unfortunately, stay in the faces and you don't get to take a break. So you always have to be in the studio or, uh, you know, in acting classes and, you know, doing projects or whatever. Well, actors, I think, are a little bit different. They're a little bit different. Um, But nonetheless, you know, uh, I think this is just my personal opinion, uh, personal opinion. I think that whenever possible for every person living you know it is just uh it's just a really good idea to take breaks however you can get them whatever that looks like i was actually um writing a comment to Sean King um who we all know is um he's a, a social activist and sort of on the front lines for a lot of different things happening and right now he is on the front lines and uh reporting and doing all the things for uh, the war that's happening right now. And we, a lot of us go to, you know, upon, you know, like we look into other sources and everything like that. But if you're on social media, you're, you're looking at Sean King for the latest Mm -hmm. and videos and what's happening and all that. And I, I told him, I'm like, I hope that you are taking, that you are just taking care of yourself, whatever that looks like, however that looks for you. I just hope that you're taking a break because that can just be, so overwhelming and not even in a toxic way, but just like the load that the heaviness could be overwhelming. Just yeah, his, his content is heavy to me. I mean, yeah. even just following him. So you can just imagine being the person that's responsible for putting out that content. That's another point. Like this is the stuff that we're consuming on a daily basis. That's why time mm-hmm. seems like it's moving so fast because we're consuming so much information and it's so much strife and so much discord in the world that even that aspect of social media can take its toll on somebody's mental health. Even if it's not your own personal, you know, circle that you're dealing with or, mm-hmm. or personal uh, communication from other people, it's the things that you're exposed to that have absolutely nothing to do with you, but they've now invaded your world because you've seen it in social media. Woo. Fantastic point. Um, well, that is that on that. Uh, when we come forward, though, we are going to jump into because I see you guys already want to talk about Lauren Hill inside of our, our chat here. I want to talk about Lauren Hill, too. So when, when we come forward, we will get to that right now. We got news, traffic and sports. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You are inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm telling you. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, hands down, one of the greatest artists to ever, ever touch the mic, ever bless us with their gift. Lauren Hill is definitely one of the best. Um, 
If you're just joining us on The Rob Report, welcome on in here. We are just having a conversation, uh, originally talking about John Legend and how he's taking a break from social media because he needs to work on his mental health. And now we are getting ready to talk about this Lauren Hill conversation. And joining me for The Rob Report for the very first time is our contributor of the day, Katrina Robinson. Um, Katrina Oh, my goodness. Now, I've never I can't believe it. I've never seen Lauren Hill live. I've never watched her in concert or anything like that. I had never met her or anything. So me being a, a pretty big Lauren Hill fan, I would love to meet her or I would love to see her live. But she just can't seem to get it right. I mean, right now we know that she's on tour. I mentioned this on the Rob Report. This is the 25th anniversary of can't believe that either. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. One of the greatest albums ever, ever to exist. (laughs) And she's touring uh, for that album, which is great. But it seems like it's off to a rocky start already. She had to postpone her show that was in Philadelphia. That was just last week. And now she's postponing another show that's happening in Fort Worth, Texas. And, you know, her fans are just like, you know... What's the deal? And for her, for Lauren Hill, she's obviously she she has a reason. She has to give a reason to her fans. And she says that her vocal cords are just not up to par. Her doctor is telling her she needs to take a rest. And she's saying she could barely talk all of the above. But, you know, if Lauren Hill has this um, reputation already of being two hours late plus and all of these things, in your opinion, I mean, can she continue to operate in this vein and keep her fans on the line? I mean, it's just such an interesting uh, is the the juxtaposition of being a fan versus wanting to see her live and support her. I mean, it's just so, sort of a strange position to be in. Girl, <laughs> I had such high hopes for Miss Lauren here, honey, but she ain't like nothing even matters no more. <laughs> When I say, like, I want to be her fan still so bad, and I want her to win, I want her to come back. Because, you know, she's been riding this one album, aside from the Fugees, she's been riding this one album for 25 years. You know how iconic and how much of a classic an album has to be to sustain you for that long, and you come back and people actually buy tour tickets, and you still don't show up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she could ever do it again. I, I, I like I would be, um, like I, I feel like I would have PTSD as a fan. Like I would never buy another ticket again. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if any, anybody's gonna you know support her moving forward. I can't remember that, and I'm not telling my age, but I'm telling my age. Her album came out my freshman year at Xavier University, and the whole dorm was playing that album all year long. Mm. These are the same fans that are buying it. So these are our 40-something stuck between twerking and being, you know, responsible adults. Mm-hmm. This is that generation. And once you, you burn us one time, it's over with. So I don't think she can do this again. Okay. So you don't think that that's actually a pretty good point. Because, you know, as we start getting older, we're like, oh, you got one time. You got just about mm-hmm. one time. When you're mm-hmm. younger, you're like, you know what? You can burn me again. That's fine. You know, you take that on the chin. But, you know, as you get older, you know, for me, I, I hardly want to go out anyway. I don't, I'm not trying to go to concerts and clubs and all that stuff anyway. Um, but right. if you if I, if I go out 
and I spend all this effort and energy and maybe buy a new outfit and all the things, get myself, my hair, my makeup and all that together. And I go out and you are, even if the concert did happen and she's two hours late, there was when yeah. she first uh, had her, her, her very first concert, there were fans who went all on Twitter X, sorry. <laughs> they went all on there and they were uh, knocking her, but this is not new either. They were just knocking her. Cause they were like, how do you come on here two hours late and only give us, they said that she only gave a, a small portion of the show. She only performed mm. for a little bit. And so I just don't understand how she can continue to keep this legendary status you know, and and continue to perform the way that she does. I don't even know what's behind the logic in that. As a as as Lauren Hill herself, what must you be thinking <laughs> to keep your fans waiting and to to show up late the way that you do? I don't get that. Well, they're still showing up. <laughs> that I think that's the issue. They're still buying the tickets. Like if people stop buying the tickets, she'll stop proposing that she's going to start concerts. Lauren Hill is kind of like the dude that was ugly all this time and liked you and gave him a chance and, and, and gave him a date and he didn't show up. You think you're going to date him again? No. Like, you can't keep doing this. Man, you can't keep doing this, Lauren. It's not going to happen. You can't you keep doing this, Lauren. Lauren. You're you're so right about that. <laughs> You've been miseducated. No, it's not going to happen again. That's true. Uh, Jay West says, um, he, he said she's been consistent in doing that. I wouldn't buy a ticket as much as I'd love to see her live. And I think that is the problem for those of us who haven't bought tickets or who, who haven't even tried to, um, you know, like check her out or anything like that. I, I can't lie, though. If I knew she was over here at the Hollywood Bowl, I would be very intrigued. I would be very, very intrigued. But... Now that I have the heads up and I've seen so many people talk about how late she is or how sometimes horrible it is. <laughs> um, yeah. But they say not once only she... that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Not only are you late, but the show sucks. I mean, Badu is late to her shows, but yeah. she gives a great show. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. Pick a struggle. You well, pick a struggle. there's a there's a I think I've seen a combination of people. Some people say and I think these are just the diehard Lauren Hill fans. But some people say, well, once she hit the stage, she did give us a great a great show. Other people are like, not so much. You know what I mean? So you depending upon how much of a fan you are or what your your standard is of music, live music, that might depend on, uh, you know, uh, you know, that might be how you see the show. Andy. And what's two hours late? Because a lot of the times, you know, when I go see certain, you know, artists perform or whatnot, doors open at eight o'clock. Right. Mm -hmm. But they really don't hit the stage until like 11 p.m. Yeah. So, you know, was there, was there any like opening acts? Right. Um, you, cause you, you make a very valid point. I don't yeah. believe from what I've seen that there were opening acts. There could be, there could be, but nobody talked about, they're just saying Lauren Hill was two hours late. So how do you know that she's late unless nobody is on the stage and you're, you're just sitting there with the DJ playing? When I say two hours late, I mean like the opening act, like say for instance, the Badu concert I went to in, in Texas uh, last year, mm-hmm. the opening act, everybody had been out. So next she's up and we waited two hours between the opening act and Badu. <laughs> so mm-hmm. 
Now, so the concert may start, the doors open at 8, the show may start at 8, 39 o'clock, the opening acts come out, and still there's another hour to wait for the other artists that's supposed to come out right after the opening acts. I think that's yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, if it, again, if there was, if I knew that Lauren Hill, and Lauren Hill is someone, like, I've never seen her before, and I'd be interested, uh, I, I would love that. It will just obviously give me so much nostalgia. Um, it would be a good night out. You know, if I, if I went out, I would prepare to be out, though. I would prepare to just have myself a good time, whether or not she came late or not. I just sort of just expect it. Uh, Forrest Harrison over in YouTube says, the only way I'd buy a Lauryn Hill ticket, <laughs> Lauryn Hill concert ticket is if she has to uh, get to the venue first, warm up the mic, then I'll buy a <laughs> ticket to, to her <laughs> I know that's right, Forrest. I know that's right. I mean, seriously, kind of makes you feel that way. Um, uh, uh, he also says, oh, he's ta- he's responding to someone says um, he loves Miss Hill's music, but he doesn't like to waste money and thinks that she still gets paid too. Well, in situations like that, I don't think the artists will still get paid. I think that people will. If it's being postponed, that's one thing. But if they, you know, if the concert is canceled or something like that, then they'll obviously reimburse. I don't know how that works, though. If if the if it's on the artist, why they didn't show up or why they canceled or whatever, I don't know that they still get paid. That's almost right. yeah. I don't. I, I'm just not sure about that. Um. So Jay West says fans, uh, fans, loyal for great for great artists. The music may have. Made you feel a special way. We want to feel good. Unfortunately, someone will always show up. Um, okay. Lauren Hill's album is at the Library of Congress, Fahima says. That's iconic. Absolutely. This is not taking anything away from Lauren Hill, the mm-hmm. talent, by the way. Because if she put out another album, why won't she put out another album? Katrina, what's up? You can't put in no phone calls as the former senator. Baby, they won't listen to me, honey. <laughs> I mean, come on, make some but calls, Katrina. See, look, it's, I'm telling you, if the lady <laughs> won't show up for a concert, you think she's going to show up at the studio? No. I know. No. She might not show up at the studio. You're right about that. I, I think you're I, making money at your at your show. You think somebody's going to invest money in you in the studio, and you don't even show up for the show you get paid for? Very true. But let me ask you this, Andy, and I want to hear from you as well. But let me ask you this question: Do you think, okay, if Lauren Hill came out with another album, it would add up to the same hype? Because, like you mentioned, we've been playing off of this one album for 25 years, and it stands. It still stands just as hard as the day that it came out. The music is still relevant. It still sounds good. So uh, Andy is shaking his head. Katrina, what do you think? I think she would. I think she would blow it out the water. If she, if she actually put out an album, of course, you know she's not going to have a tour accompanying it. But <laughs> I think if she put out an album, people would actually buy it because they're craving something more from Lauren Hill. They haven't mm-hmm. had a studio album. They haven't had a successful tour. They're craving something from Lauren. I think everybody still wants to see her win because she's such a genius at heart and at mind. But it just doesn't translate to, you know, executing. And I think if she put out a, a, a real studio work, people will be looking for that same classic they heard 25 years ago. Mm, yeah, that's what I think. Andy, what do you think? You know, we were talking about mental health earlier. I think we need to bring this right back up with Lauren Hill. Um, I think she's just she's caught up in whatever she's whatever issue she has with the world. If you remember, yeah. she used to, you know, speak out on mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah. And then that's yeah. when I guess she dyed her hair. And yeah, I just I, I don't know if she's in the right mind. 
at this point. Yeah, that's another point. It's too many times where, like, you know, she's coming late or not showing up. I have no faith in, you know, a new album from her. I'd rather it be left alone. Just like, you know, sequels to movies, leave it alone, leave music alone. Yeah. At this point, I just want to see if, if your mentals are, yeah. are on point. That's really, to me, all that matters. I mean, Lauren, for me, I, I love... I'm a, I, I love humanity and I love people and I have a heart for people. And at the very end of the day, no matter whatever your gifts and your talents are, and as much as we, we may want them, I want you to take care of your health first. I want you to take care of yourself yeah. first. And so if that is something that Lauren Hill is in fact dealing with and or still dealing with, um, then she should take that time off. But don't put your fans out there, make them spend money and all of the things that I mentioned before, all of the energy and the, and, and the you know, time putting that into her to support her. Don't have them go that route if you're not up to par in your, in your mind as well. Yeah. Um, Katrina, I feel uh, br- Brother Alfonso over here, he's, he's, he's siding with you. He says, Robin, listen to your guests. And Lauren's, <laughs> Lauren's, wait, am I not listening to you? I don't understand that comment. <laughs> it says, Lauren's recent action, she doesn't have another good in her. Well, that could be the problem. Uh, I, I would just love, she would need to have the right, obviously, the right the right um, partnership, the right production team, everything, the writers, everything would need to be right for her. But I see it as this. We call her much of a genius. We've said that time and time again. Lauren Hill is one of the best. But if you can do that again, that to me is the telltale sign. If you can replicate that same sort of sauce, that same magic that you that you had with your first album, then to me you have proven that you are in fact a musical genius. Just like Kanye did it. No matter what anybody says, mm-hmm. Kanye has replicated that same magic over and over and over again. So we can say he he's he's that guy. Lauren Hill still has yet to do that. Um, yeah. Katrina, this has been truly amazing, and uh, I had such a great time chatting with you today. Can you let everybody Absolutely. know if you if you do want to let people follow you online? Because you know you like listen. Don't come Baby, over y'all here. Can follow me. Y'all can follow me, but don't bring no foolishness, and you'll get blocked. Um, okay, where can Instagram, they find you? Instagram is at Senator Katrina Robinson. I'm okay, come on, wait, hold on. Hold on with Senator the flex. Hold on, Katrina. Wait, wait with the flex. She said, hold on. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Senator, go go ahead. Senator Katrina Robinson, S-E-N-A-T-O-R-K-A-T-R-I-N-A-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. You can follow me on TikTok at Madam Speaker 901. There's an impersonator. Make sure it's the real me, uh-huh. Madam Speaker 901. And then my website is thekatrinarobinson.com. She better flex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope to have another conversation with you soon on the Raw Report. Uh, have a great evening. And I, and I didn't ask you before I let you go. Are you passing out candy or are you turning your lights off so the kids don't bother you? You know what? Trina love the kids, but I'm traveling right now. So I don't I'm, I don't have to do the trick or treat thing. But normally I would be passing out some good old good candy, not the not the. The dollar store candy, but okay. the real good candy. <laughs> the good I'll get them kids okay. their candy. That's the, just the goodness that they need in their lives. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you again, and we will talk with you very, very soon. All right, Ophelia. Thank you. Take care. Uh, when we come forward, we've got your who's got next and what not to miss. On the other side, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> 
That was really a great conversation. Thank you so much to Katrina Robinson for joining us here on The Raw Report. All right, let's go ahead and get into this new song, or it's 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 a new song to me. And uh, I'm liking it. I hope that you love it. This is Amaru's son. This is called L.A. Check it out. Repeat to me, I'm sorry, meaning every single word. Amaru's son that's called LA that's a little vibe that's a little vibe I love I love artists who represent LA definitely all right really quickly we have a couple of we have just about a minute left I want to know where you guys stand on the candy thing I put it in the poll let me know are you giving out candy for Halloween yes I love the kids or no leave me alone uh you know let me know I don't know how y'all get down, but, you know, if you say no, I'm going to find out who you are and because and, I think that's mean. <laughs> Love the kids. All right. Uh, what I don't want you to miss. Check this out. This is happening November 2nd, and I got to give love. Uh, if you love jazz music. And uh, you love Kenny G, you wouldn't want to miss this. This is happening in Glendale, California, November 2nd at 8 p.m. Kenny G is performing an evening with Kenny G. He's got an album coming out called Innocence on Friday, December 1st. So I think that's pretty cool. And for, listen, I, I have forever love for Kenny G because he sent my mom a, a happy birthday message. And yes, I did use that app. What is it called? What's the app where you pay some pay pay a person? I forgot what it's called. Uh, but you know that, that but he was so genuine in his message and it was fantastic. So I have a love for Kenny G. So you definitely want to go out and support what he's doing and get his album that's coming out called Innocence. I love Kenny G. I play him when I'm getting massages. You know, I, I play like the little relaxing music and jazz and all that. All right, you guys, it has been a fun, fun show. Thank you so much for the engagement. Make sure you like, comment, and share our, our video here. I am Robin Ayers, your host. Listen, you don't want to change the channel. You already know who's coming up next. That is Zoe Williams, the voice of reason with another fire show. That's just how he does it. Um, remember, you guys, today and every day forward to be a blessing.